Toasties. This is your favorite paranormal podcast, Ghosted, Roasted, and Toasted. I'm Ash. I'm Elena. And I'm Annabelle. Where we explore, investigate, and discuss all of our ghosted adventures while sharing our specially designed cocktail for the night. Come laugh and drink along with us in our misadventures. And And feel feel free to roast us along the way. I'm Annabelle. I'm the one who got us into this shit. I'm Ash. I never wanted to do this shit in the first place. And I'm Elena. I love this shit. Just a quick disclaimer. We are a rated R podcast. If you're uncomfortable with cursing, sexual content, and a dark sense of humor, now is your time to back out. If you are cool with that, then let's jump into today's episode. like we're underwater kind of I don't know how to explain it but you'll hear it It only lasts for about two minutes I can't figure out how to get it to go away so just hang in there for two minutes and then the sound quality should get better sorry guys welcome back to part two of the Ouija board stigma history whatever do they work (laughs) is it a tool or is it of the devil oh yeah that is tis the question right Yes, yeah, so last time we talked a little bit about the history um, of the Ouija board, kind of how it came about, who claimed to have invented it, how it got its name, uh, that it made a ton of money, and then apparently changed some people's lives, which I felt like that's a rabbit hole I need to go down eventually. <laughs> uh, but now we want to talk about, does it work? Does it, it work? Is it real? Is it really the board? Are you subconsciously moving it towards the answers that you want? Right. And that really has been the question for a long time. So, you know, does it work? I don't know. I I think it depends on what you think. I think it depends on your own experiences. So we're going to delve into that. Um, Also, we're going to delve into a little bit of the scientific theory, or as we like to call them, skeptics. Ouija boards are not, scientists say, powered by spirits or demons. Scientists never like to have any fun. Y'all are kind of boring. (laughs) By y'all, I mean you. There's an explanation for everything. (laughs) Uh, Disappointing, but, you know, it's a little bit of useful information coming from a scientific point of view, as I stare at you, Elena, the scientist in the room, because they say they're powered by us, right? That's that's what they say. They say that whatever we think is wrong. Right. And it is not powered by spirit or by demons. That... It is actually some sort of, um, and I don't know how you say this word, like, ideometer? Ideometer effect? Um, I don't have to see it. It is that word. Yeah, I'd say ideometer. Ideometer. So, it was that. Uh, So, that theory that the scientists came up with, that basically it's kind of, let me put it in layman's terms because I'm not the scientist. You clearly are. Uh, it's our subconscious, right? So that we know the answer we're looking for. And so then we kind of voluntarily, involuntarily push the planchette to the answers that we're seeking. Right. Which means simplification. 
they simplify an excuse. I feel like I don't really. Here's my thing, right? I'm science minded, science degree. I just think sometimes that science doesn't want to admit there's something more because it's unexplainable. There's a lot of things that they might have possibly have gotten wrong, you know, or because they just can't explain it, you know, and because they can't explain it, then it's just, it's got to be something, I don't know, easy to explain. And this being one is your subconscious moving it. The only reason I will say that I don't exactly think that is true is because sometimes the plan shall be moving to a specific letter or yes or no or goodbye. And I will start thinking heavily, go to no, go to this other letter. Let's say it's going to G and I want it to go to A, you know, I, not that I want it to, but I am trying to see like, okay, is it my subconscious? Oh, right. Okay. And so I'll start thinking, yes, 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 really heavily as it still continues to go to no. And I'm like, no, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and it still goes to no. So yeah. I'm going to do it wrong. Maybe, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. So I you're saying that you've tried this theory is I what you're saying. I have tried this theory. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Especially when it's only like two people. So, no wrong, I guess like, Ashley could be overpowering it where she's thinking of the word yes, and I guess what we'll do, we could sit down and do an experiment where we have something going, and then I'm, and then we all just kind of think yes while it's headed towards no and see it shifts directions. Yeah. I don't know if that'd be exactly the most tried true way to see if that's true or not, but I'm just, I, I, like, me with one other person, when it was heavily going to, like, one direction, I would think of the other direction just to see if it would almost even shift a little bit that direction and right. it never would like so i don't know that's not solid proof but i have thought of this theory before and i have tested it to the best that i can think of right so there there is a series of experiments that they say that they have done scientists have done um you know and and that that is the tried and true statement that it is our subconscious but if that's true why are so many people scared of it of the Ouija board. Yes. I think because, one, people are typically scared of what they just don't know. Uh, they don't know how to explain. But, two, I think, I don't know. You know, that's a great question. Hold on. I think that a lot of it is media scared scared us because, again, we talked about how it became, uh, or it was in the movies in The Exorcist in 1973, and then the Catholic Church comes out against it, you know, and all these other people come out against it, of course, and they throw it in the media, and you had satanic panic and all of those things. So anything that they could claim as, oh, this is of the devil, this is bad, that's why we became scared of it. And I think scientists were trying to disprove that, you know, it does have anything to do with or, or, or whatever. But you know what I find extremely interesting? What do you find interesting? Me. No. Uh, <laughs> no, that, that I made such a pretty daughter. No. Uh, that this is not new. Spirit boards are not new. Oh, no. And when I say not new, I mean thousands of years old. Oh, yeah. They go back to like ancient China, I believe. Yes. So, Fuji or Fiji, and I'm not really sure how you say it, um, Basically, in Chinese, I, I didn't say Mandarin for a reason. I didn't say Mandarin because that's not what Wikipedia said, FYI. So I got this information from Wikipedia. And it talks about F-U-J-I, Fuji, right, means planchette writing oh, in Chinese. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Or, quote unquote, spirit writing. Huh. And this goes back so similar to what, what like mediums do when they, they get a pen and paper and they scribble while they're, while they're talking to the dead. Right. But the Chinese use a little bit different. It's, it's very similar. 
Okay. It's very similar. Um, but they use, it's a suspended, uh, tray basically that has a stick that writes in Chinese in the sand or in, um, ashes hmm. in incense ashes. And that's how they would incense ashes writing it. That's really, I almost kind of want to try that. Yeah. That, for whatever reason, that just like in my head, it I'm like, you. that's something I want to try now. Yeah. So I thought that was like really neat. Right. And that goes back to, um, pre-Song Dynasty, which is like 960 to 1279. Wow. When they actually started talking about it. So it was happening way before then, right? I, I just... Yeah, but you know, the best like the best historical stuff comes from the Chinese era because, era because they had the uh, most well-documented history. They were really good at documenting their entire civilization. That's true. So, you know... It's crazy how far things will go back. Uh, the Chinese planchette writing is also mentioned in the translations of the Golden Flower Meditation Manual that is actually used to this day in modern medicine in the U.S. and in Egypt. And so, as I was going down the rabbit hole, I'm like, Egypt, I wonder if they have anything similar to a spirit board. We've had Egypt stuff, Egyptian stuff come up so many times this last couple months. We're going to have to do a whole podcast on what I believe is going on and some of the experiences I've had and other people that I know have had recently with, yes, with Egypt and the Egyptian gods and particularly Set. Yeah. And Thoth, right? And And Thoth coming up a lot. You can just a hundred ways to say his name, but yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it's so much going on. I have this whole crazy conspiracy, chaotic. Ooh, I love like a conspiracy. Theory. Yeah, in my brain that's going on. So yes, we'll, maybe in an upcoming toast we'll do that. Yeah. Uh, so ancient Egypt, they actually called uh, this the the death game. Sorry, Irk. Rewind. Ancient ancient Egypt board game of death. <laughs> Wait, so there was an actual board game that was Ouija as well, but like, well, not Ouija itself, but a board game that spoke to the dead? Yes and no. Okay. Okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. Explain. <laughs> okay. So, um, it was uncovered pretty recently, and it's a, they call it a mysterious board game. <laughs> I know, right? But it dates back 3,500 years ago. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's what the University of Manchester says. That's before Jesus walked the earth. Yep. So the researchers believe that, um, I think it's called Sinet, was a two-player game. Interesting. What did we talk about last time? Yeah. Need to have two people. Mm-hmm. They're very specific in two people playing with the spirit board or the Ouija board. Huh. Right? But in this, they actually throw dice. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they move five pongs across the board. Uh, while the game is very likely to be just entertainment, kind of like. The Ouija board. Text from the time actually suggests that the game was used to talk to the dead. What? Yes. So the board lacks a lot of the hieroglyphic, that word, (laughs) symbolizing the soul and instead features a symbol for water. Now, again, on this whole symmetry thing, uh, journey that I've been on lately on how many things are similar and cohesive and whatever, um, I was just reading uh, a new book because I'm trying to enhance my scribing and 
it talks about water and reference to water and life and death in water. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I, I guess I've always known that about water. Do you not know that about water? Well, I know fire and water, you know, earth and air. Everybody has a symbolism, right? Right, but, but this that... was particular to water. So, anyway, so they believe that the tools was used, again, to speak to the dead. And, uh, yeah, that happened way longer than we could ever it's almost too close to the Ouija board. It makes me wonder if the three guys who had the Ouija board already kind of knew, but I don't think they were historians. No. That far back, it, who would know? No, they were simply trying to make a game. Make money. Make, to make money. Yeah, but then they sold it for a dollar. That still kind of wraps my head, like, to wrap my head around. Like, you got into it for the greed, and you sold it for a dollar. Interesting. Yeah, a little bit crazy. I could so, never. So that covers a lot of history. I know we were very short on the complex history and that's maybe another rabbit hole that we go down later but um i want to talk about i i want i want our toasties to understand elena and again ashley's not here we, we miss her uh she is actually uh she's living in las vegas she's in vegas having fun but anyway uh so i want us to talk about how we use spirit board and some of the things that we do and you said in the previous episode, we've been ostracized by some people who don't even know us. They don't know what we do. They never listened to our podcast. Never they listened. saw the plan chat on our thing and they lost their minds. And, you know, I talked to, because we, we as a team, uh, Ghost of Rose and Toasted, are working with some other paranormal teams. And one of the first things I asked them is, do you use Spirit Board or are you okay with Spirit Board? And fortunately, so far, we have been uh, on the same level, basically with the other paranormal teams and they believe like we do, which is, it's just a tool. Mm-hmm. It's a tool in the toolbox, just like dowsing rods are just like a pendulum is yep. it, any of the tools that it's all about your intention, how you use it, but it's also about protecting yourself. Right. Yeah. Always, always protect yourself. You know, if you think about it, even when you go into the Catholic church and you kneel at the altar with all the candles, they all have some symbolism behind them and you light those candles for your ancestors, you know, you're using a tool. And what do you do? You protect yourself. You pray. You pray through however means you pray through a Catholic. I don't know a lot about Catholicism, but, but anyways, there's always some, some realm of, uh, protecting yourself. There's always some symbolic. Yeah. It, there's always, anyways, you know what I'm trying to say, right? Yeah. I, oh yeah. No, no, <laughs> whole nother rabbit hole would you go down. Whole which, rabbit which hole. is that most churches, especially the Catholic church, but also Christian Christianity, um, they could not stray too far from either pagan or druid beliefs because they were trying to convert everybody. Mm-hmm. And they're like, look, we might give up this, but we're not giving up that. Right. It's like in Louisiana, right? We have a broom by the door because you sweep the bad spirits out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Wipe your feet before you walk inside someone's house because you might carry a spirit in. Yes. There are things that we don't get rid of. These, we call them, um, what's the word I'm looking for? We call them superstitions. Yeah. Right. But, they're really, they're really the same uh, as far as like um, uh, symbolisms and things that we do, right? Right. Um, so that part is not too far off. And again, uh, to me, the spirit board—it's just another tool in the toolbox. It's all about intention. Well, I don't know if it's always all about intention. I was going to say, I had a conversation last night with uh, somebody who we're going to do a crossover uh, podcast with, and so she and I were talking about the spirit board, and we were talking about how we've had some crazy things happen in our house lately, and um, some of the things that have happened to us, and some of the paranormal investigations that me, you, Ashley, and Warren have done lately, and um, 
she said a very good statement. She said, you can't always protect yourself 100%, right? It's just not possible. So you do have to have that team or people who know how to get rid of things that you don't want right? Um, as much as you try to protect yourself. And so she's absolutely right. There is no 100%. It's just like getting in the car. You've got your seatbelt. You've got your uh, airbags. You've got defensive driving classes that you took. You've checked your tire pressure. You can do all those things. Yep. Doesn't mean you're not going to get in a car wreck. Yep. The best thing that you can possibly ever do for yourself if you do decide to do Ouija board or pendulum or whatever uh, is just to make sure that you know what what's the worst that can happen and what's the best case scenario and prepare for that worst case scenario. Um, I don't know if we've ever been in a situation so bad that we've needed to have a priest come in and cleanse things. I'm not saying that we won't be one day, but I can think of two. Drinks and out of the falls. Yeah, that one was that one was pretty scary. That's a topic we normally don't talk about, but I think we might go into it a little bit today. Yeah, uh, just because it's very personal. But uh, you know, just if you do decide to do these things, do your research and just make sure that you you have steps in place to cleanse, protect, etc. And uh, just know you're right. Like getting into a car, anything could happen. Anything can happen. So I will tell you, Toasties, how I protect our circle and I only do spirit board now I do pendulums I'm a medium I'm always reaching out to the other world right um, but I always protect my space um, but I only do I, I do a particular uh, opening and closing of a circle with a spirit board Elena as my daughter has known from day one that we ever touched the spirit board that I remember years where you went to touch the spirit board without me Oh, no. Because you want, and I think one time you even called me, it was like, Mom, tell me again, how many candles do I need? How much salt do I need? How do, which way do I face? plantation, actually. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. And you were like, oh, I don't want to do this without you, but, you know, we're here and we're doing it, and I, but I need to protect myself. So, uh, for me, we cover from the top to the bottom, from the bottom to the top. Can you explain what that means exactly? Yeah, so, <laughs> funny enough, another similarity, we're in Egypt. So, Thoth, um, in he wrote the emerald uh tablet which is about knowledge and whatnot he the fundamental principle that everybody remembers from the uh emerald tablet is as above so below oh no way and as below so above huh so how do i always open from the top to the bottom from the bottom to the top is what mom always says always huh. same thing different words um and so yeah so what we're doing is we're covering ourselves we're covering from our crown from heaven, from universe, from spirit, from the bottom, or from the top to the bottom, which means to our souls and past, souls of our feet, <laughs> um, and then from the bottom to the top as well. So it's almost like a, I, I, it's like a double encasing. Yes, I visualize. Yes, exactly, exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. Uh, like a double tubed, yeah, you know, vessel. And so, um, so that's how I start. And um, I, so we open the circle that way because you do want you're trying to invite spirit in right most important things make sure you close the circle you also do make the statement before you open up that circle that nothing that is negative energy or ill intentions is allowed to come within the circle only positive energy positive light and things that we specifically ask right so you set those boundaries you exactly set those boundaries so from the top to the bottom from the bottom to the top from the north to the south, from the east to the west. And so usually as I do the north to south, east to west, um, I am either pouring salt in a circle um, or I'm lighting the candles. When you light the candles, you start 
north, south, east, west. Um, and so that's how we do it. Now, I'm not saying that if you go, oh, no, you must sort from the east to the west, or east, and the north and south. How, look, however you want to do it, okay? It's all about intentions. It's all about creating your space, your safe space, however you want to create your safe space. I am not here to tell you that this spell is right and your spell is wrong or this way of, you know, manifesting Biggest something right is, or manifesting Do you wrong. believe what you're doing is protecting you? Because those intentions are what's being projected. Right. So, but there's going to be a lot of people who disagree. They're going to say that you always should start with the north. Yeah. Always go north, south, east, and west. Yeah. And so this is how we protect ourselves. And then um, we do believe in God. Um, well, I do. And so, um, you know, we ask for God to protect us and um, to watch over us and not let anything into our circle or to be attached to us or anything like that. So that's how we open our circle. We close it identical, mm -hmm. except we're saying, I'm now closing the circle. Nothing is allowed to attach to us from the top to the bottom, from the bottom to the top. Yeah, it's the same thing, yep. right? It's just in reverse, yep. basically. Um, so that's how we protect ourselves. The other thing is that we don't do typically spirit work with a lot of other people. No. It's usually you, I, and Ashley. Very close, very close people because we don't want someone to manipulate the board and then we lose discredit for having integrity and working with the board. Right. Also, our vibrations are pretty insane. We are this trifecta, if you will, of, um, we, we have a bond, the three of us, that just is undeniable, right? But it's in our vibrations, too. And so, uh, not too long ago, we were in Salt Lake. Uh, yeah. And we were going to do the spirit board. And we decided not to because Ashley felt bad. Yeah. And her vibration was off. And so we're like, no, not doing it. Yep. No one goes right. to that board not feeling 100%. If you don't feel good, happy, cheery, right. and optimistic about it, you don't touch that board. Yeah. Yeah. And again, it is just another tool. Why do we protect ourselves a little bit more from the spirit board? I think because... But like the batteries of a, a powered screwdriver, your energy is the the battery. That, and if you're going into it with bad batteries, right. you're going to have bad results. Yeah, 100%. So again, I think that maybe some of it still is that we've been taught so many times that it is bad, so you want to protect yourself. Um, and then there are other no chances I'm willing to take, though, going into it, raw dogging it. I'm not going to raw dog with the board. No, <laughs> no, you should never. But, and then you have some people who are, um, who I look up to, right, that are way more experienced mediums than I am. They have more experience paranormal, although I feel like I'm ancient and been doing this since I was born, but whatever. Um, but they do. I, and I totally respect these people. And they won't go within a million miles. But I don't understand what the difference is between the spirit board and a REM pod that they're using to find ghosts. What's the difference? I have no clue. I mean, but maybe they've had bad experiences, so much of the bad experiences that we had in Drake's Idaho. So that we, I feel, I feel bad because we pretty much, we did a whole, um, we did a whole vacation simply for an episode for you guys. And it was going to be through Jackson Hole and the Tetons. Beautiful and area. Yep. And we stayed in Drake's Idaho and we, had some good material, but the night ended with us doing a Ouija board and we were all fine. And, uh, we got a really aggressive spirit and the spirit, it, it really related back to a very personal experience of mine that was pretty traumatic that I don't talk about and will never talk about, but 
I will leave it at one word, which is such an odd word, which was white bird. And that, 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 at that point, I knew that we were messing with something that was not of good intentions. And shortly after, Warren got scratched so many times. He just stood up and it was like he was burning on fire. He could not handle the pain. It just kept getting worse and worse and worse. And there was three long scratches on the top of his shoulders and the below his back. It was chaotic. So maybe they've just had experiences like that before. And they're like, you know what? It wasn't worth it. It's not worth the repercussions of using a Ouija board. Yeah, maybe. Now, I will, I'm going to elaborate where I can on this story. So we're in Driggs. Um, we were there to do some podcast things. However, we were having a great time. <laughs> and by great so time. So much. Oh, my God. <laughs> Me and Ashley. <laughs> so Ashley does not drink very often. Uh, but we're always pissed at her because she drinks with other people, not right. us. So she was like, you know what? Fuck you guys. I'll drink. So we go to the Jenny Lake is where we always end up going to for the Tetons. It's such a gorgeous place to just prop a chair and look at the Tetons and watch the, the boat that carries people back and forth uh, between the lake. And just to, appreciate to the Tetons to go hiking. The beauty that just is so there. It's amazing. So yeah. peaceful. And uh, so then me and Ashley, we decided we wanted to hike. Mom was not a hiker. And this hike is super easy. If you ever go to the Tetons, go to Jimmy Lake, uh, that area, take the boat across it. And there is just a, it's like, I think it's like a 3.5 mile hike back, but it's flat. Free bear spray. I was going to get there. Yeah. <laughs> um, it is, but it, but it's a really easy hike. It's lengthy, but you're just kind of like, there's lots of people. It's heavily trafficked. So you're not alone. Don't, don't freak out. But, uh, but you are walking like the coastline of the lake all the way back. It's just gorgeous. But so many animals. There was a bear. There was a moose. Of course, Ashley had to stop to get a picture of the moose. Um, and then some guy was sitting there staring at the rocks above her head. And I'm like, what you looking at? And he's like, oh, there's a black bear. And I'm like, are you just going to stay here? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Just sit there and stare at it? Like, right? No. So I was I was freaked out because I'm so scared of bears. I don't. I think we forgot the bear spray. And You did? Yeah. Forgot the bear spray. I brought it. <laughs> did you? Yeah. We just didn't bring it. Um, also, uh, they don't take reservations anywhere for food in, in Jackson Hole because it's just too busy to do so. Yeah. So be prepared for long waits. We were not. We just went to the first place that we could go to to eat, and it was it was expensive, uh, but it was worth every dime. It was so good. But Ashley, it was also around Warren's birthday, so we did a little bit of a birthday celebration. Yeah, for him. Mm-hmm. Um, we were we we didn't short but uh ashley was like you know what i'm gonna drink so she starts getting like they were like doubles yeah and she doesn't drink very often i think she only had like four of them but they were four doubles so for her it's like eight shots you know and we were so drunk driving back in the car which was raining. wait 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 wait. warren was driving and he was sober we yes. were all drinking just yeah. so people don't think we were oh, drinking yeah, no, and driving. No. <laughs> me and ashley were riding in the back seat warren was sober I poor thought, thing had to deal with our drunk ass i actually thought y'all might puke a couple of times on oh the way God. back so much fun. But anyway, so we're driving. You, you have to drive through the Teton Pass to get back to Drake's. And if you've never gone through a mountain pass, it can be kind of sketchy. And it's raining, so it doesn't help. And uh, I had Warren's got music on. And I don't remember what it is. I was so drunk. But me and Ashley are belting the music at the top of our lungs, probably driving Warren fucking crazy. <laughs> at one point, I was like, Warren, I really got to pee. We're on the top of, like, we're the at top. the top of the Tetons. The Tetons. And I just get out. I'm like, I'm just going to have to pee right here. And I pee <laughs> right on the side of the mountain. <laughs> I had a picture of it somewhere. It's like Traffic passing. Lena didn't care. Didn't <laughs> no. care. Oh my god. So we, you know, so we were pretty drunk. Ashley ended up not making it through the whole night. She ended up throwing up. Poor thing. That she probably never. She'd be like, you know what? This is why I don't drink with you bitches, right? Anymore. But uh, but then it just turned into a really hostile night. So so, let, so so based on that, right? So we get back to the hotel. 
Uh, it's a, or not the hotel. Sorry, we had stayed in the Airbnb. Oh, it was cute. Such a nice Airbnb. Cute. Oh my god, so cute. Anyway, so we get in there, and because we have been drinking, we did not protect ourselves. We did not open a circle. We didn't, did we? No. Huh. And I didn't put two and two together. We didn't. I realized it about halfway through the night when things got really crazy. Mm-hmm. I thought, oh my God, we didn't protect ourselves. The, the three girls who do it the most were drunk. Yep. And um, it, I think we I, also felt careful. We probably are like protected because we're using my, what was my angel board, not my Ouija board. Same concept. They just stuck a Ouija again, angel on it, but we were drunk. So yeah, we just, just thought, tool, right. yeah. So I realized about halfway through that we had not protected ourselves. By this time, it was kind of too late. Um, I did a lot of prayers. But, yes, yeah, so I'm in the bathroom <laughs> trying to wipe and pull my pants up. You're texting me. Your husband's getting scratched. Get out here right now. I'm like, what is going on? So I go into the living room kitchen area, and Warren's like, my back. And I raise his shirt up, and there are three long bloody i mean it was like blood to the surface not like dripping blood but like blood to the surface scratches on his back and i'm looking at you and you're looking at me and you're like big eyed bug eyed like i don't know what's happening and to be fair warren was sitting right across me the whole time he did not scratch his back he never touched his back there's no cat we didn't have a cat then like there's no way he just sat there and then he just flew up and he was like what the fuck and then it happened again because there's one like above his shoulder yeah. it wasn't as deep as the lower back one and he's like, he's like, my back is, he's like, oh, he's like, it's burning. And so I'm like, lift your shirt up. And he lifts up and there's three, blo- I mean, there's like blood. Was yeah. Coming. It was like, it was like the equivalent of, like everyone's had the scratches. It's like kind of like. Yeah. Almost like blistery. Yeah. Yeah. So that, so that happened. Um, and so we won't go into all the details because it's a lot of personal stuff that was brought up by this particular spirit. But I remember uh, towards the end of the night, and I think this was about the time we, we just, simply had to close it down because um, I said, okay, let's do the spirit board. We're doing the spirit board. And I guess, I guess spirit had taken over me at some point. My eyes were closed as we had our fingers on the planchette. And I remember you saying, Oh my God, the board is spinning. Oh my gosh. So I thought, (laughs) I thought the planchette was moving. It wasn't the board. The board under the planchette was completely rotating mm-hmm. at a very pa- at a very fast or rapid speed. While the planchette stayed While in place. The planchette was staying in place. And, and no one was touching the board. Warren was freaking out. I had my eyes closed, so I didn't know until you said something mm-hmm. and was freaking out. And I'm like, okay, this spirit is way bigger way than hostile. us. Yeah. Way, it was it was hostile. We did kind of learn that it was maybe actually kind of being protective a little bit. Um and did maybe had got its wires crossed. Um, and so, yeah, it was just a crazy, super crazy experience with the spirit board for the board to spin under the planchette. Yeah. So I got to say, that's probably number one freakiest spirit board um, activity that we've ever had. Yeah. Number two is Salt Lake. You want to tell about Salt Lake uh, out over at uh, Josie's Cabin? We talked about it in the Josie. Oh, okay, that's right. Yeah, yeah about, that's right. about the planchette flying off the board into. I mean, it dug flying. into the dirt like a good, a good half an inch. It dug deep. It was weird. Well, because it wasn't a planchette, it was a little tea like handle. Right, but still, it, it dug. Sure. I mean, there was an indent from how much it dug into yeah. the dirt. Like it was. So whew. a lot, a lot of times we do make our own boards, and 
we like making our own porks because you can throw them away. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's true. Um, no, we, we, because we put our intention, our vibrations into the board. So we know that there's nothing more than good things right. going into the makeup and the energy of the board. Yeah. So I, and we get better results. I feel like, right. When we make our own board, because yeah. we, we put our intention and our energy into it. Um, so, you know, we make it out of, we're, we're like a, we're like third grade, uh, a science project over here. What's your Ouija board? Because we <laughs> got a poster board. We have a poster board. And colored Sharpies. Yeah, yeah. Puff paint. Whatever. <laughs> no, no puff paint. No, no, no. <laughs> um, sometimes we just get like a little glass, um, like a, uh, maybe like a little light glass ashtray or a um, candle holder or something like yeah. that. So we just make it out of what, what we can find, basically. Yeah, we've used wine glasses before. Yeah, that wine glass, like the stainless wine glass. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's they come with their own issues. I'm wrong. If there's like even a grain of dirt on those boards, then it'll get stuck. Oh yeah. But but still, they we do feel like a lot of energy and a lot of we get a lot. And we have a lot more positive experiences with making our own board than with these manufactured ones. Uh, I don't. I mean, the Etsy ones are super cool. There's some really cool ones out, but I don't know that person and they're getting into making that board. So maybe like you should get into woodwork and start making your own Ouija boards. That'd be really cool. So right now I'm actually making something. Is it Ouija board? No, I am making a uh, spiritual hut. It's a voodoo spiritual hut hmm. out of um, uh, some wood that I found um, laying around actually, and twigs and twines. I'm just getting like Blair Witch vibes. It does little. kind of look like it, <laughs> but actually, what you do, it's it's so you hang your intentions above you, right, on this, and um, so you can flowers for you know beautification. You can do crystals, whatever you can hang it from here, yeah, and um, and manifest. So yeah, it's kind nice. of cool. But yeah, actually, Crystal Entertainment's made one and it's hanging in the shop. Oh, I was gonna buy it. Oh, were you? And she was like, no, I made that. Like, that's just mine hanging in the store. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm making one of those. That's awesome. Yeah. I was like, you realize that that's a voodoo um, uh, technique, right? And she was like, yeah. <laughs> so she's like, I'm just trying to get into it. Anyway, it was super cool. Super yeah. awesome. So, yeah. Um, so, I don't know that we can make We can make, we make really awesome um, candles, boards. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, if you like them, they look like they're great. Oh, yes. Yeah. Like a science fair project. Yeah, like we're fantastic. We at are that. fantastic at that. I have all the wood burning material. Do you? Yeah, because I, I, I made someone a gift uh, one time that was like personalized. It was like I oh. burned it into the wood. And, oh, good. But, uh, That's kind of cool. Yeah. I'm we should try it. some different things. Yeah. I mean, we do make good candles, by the way. I didn't mean to tell you no. We do make good candles. Yeah. We made, so I don't, I don't think we've ever actually talked about on the podcast, but me and mom make intention candles and soaps and stuff. And I really want to start making like bath salts and stuff but really what it is you tell us what what you guys are looking for you're looking for more money you're looking for love you're looking for health you're looking for beauty whatever confidence you tell us and we make a candle for you it's i mean and i'm not gonna lie it is pagan in nature yeah uh so but it's also personal like we don't we don't make 15 uh be lucky in love type of um, candles. Right, it's specific right. It for is, you. Yes, very specific. Yeah, uh, and they're not too. They're not too bad uh, for a small candle. I think it's like twelve dollars. Yeah, and for our soaps, they're about eight, I believe. Yeah, it depends. Yeah, we, we, we have we kind of got lost in the summertime. So yeah, well, because all of our 
um, flowers and our herbs and everything like that comes from the ground. We go forage. Yeah. We forage the mountain. And so everything is local and it's foraged and it's fresh and it's, I like, guess, technically speaking, organic because it's wild. Yeah, you know? it's wild. Yeah. So, yeah, anyway, so if, if you want, if you're interested, you can look up uh, Belladonna apothecary yeah belladonna apothecary yeah, on facebook, on facebook. Uh, we also do um i can make you candle kits for uh cord cutting which is you know if you've got someone that you just can't get over you got a heartbreak or uh or even just like a lost one maybe someone who passed away and you're having a hard time grieving uh it's a kid that can give you instructions on how to do that cord cutting and all it does is just kind of sever those uh, those spiritual ties you yeah. know to help and get past if, it. if you want a reading for me i do them via facebook messenger and I mean, I have clients in London. I have clients in um, Florida, Houston. I, I have them all over the place, right? Yeah. So um, we do them via Facebook Messenger. If if you'd like to um, have a me- you know have a medium reading with me, and then I do energy work and shadow work as well, which is just basically trauma healing. Yeah. Um, and it's been very successful, and that helps with that cord cutting you were just talking about. But shadow work is more about personal affirmations, you know, so right. it is getting past the trauma and the, and the insecurities the trauma might have caused you. And so, you know, every day mom will get in touch with you and be like, okay, what's your two affirmations today? I am beautiful, I'm smart, or whatever yeah. it is that you're feeling that I, day, or whatever I, you want to work on. I'm just a, I'm just holding you accountable, right? right? That's, yeah. all, that's all I'm doing. And then once we get through so much shadow work, then we start working on positive energy, yeah. um, healing, things like that. So meditation. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, you know we're growing, and if you guys want to grow with us and join us, uh, we don't have any sponsors yet. So I guess Bella Dawn is apothecary sponsoring this episode. <laughs> right. If you'd like an intention candle or intention soap bar, right. they work magic. Don't be wrong. I so literally, <laughs> we've only really, I've only ever given and I've gifted them to three people. We haven't even like really sold them. It's really just been trying to tinker around and just see if this has worked. And one girl, she asked me for clear direction in her career. She didn't know where she wanted to go, and she was like, I have a lot of options in front of me, but I just I, I just don't know if I really want any of it or if I want all of it. And so uh, I, and she was also, she wanted to be sweeter to her mom. So I made her a candle and soap that was um, the intention, all the stuff that were in it was symbolic to career growth, picking a late, like pick, like crossroads, being at a crossroads yeah. or how to decide about crossroads, being sweet, finding peace, com- kindness, etc. And uh, within two days of using the soap and the candle, she got selected for a very prestigious, very prestigious yes. career and that she knew she wanted, didn't think she was going to get, ended up landing. And so she was like, that made the decision for me. Yeah. And then another person had asked for help and she uh, had gotten some potentially bad news from the doctor. And so I, she actually helped make the candle and the soap with me, which was really cool because she had to put her own energy in it. And she got negative results two days later. And then someone else was looking for more money and, and blowjobs. But <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's fine. You do you. I have no judgment here. I'll make you whatever you want. Right. And this person ended up landing a bunch of, uh, a bunch of um, contracts that he needed to, to get some money. And I guess his dating life is taking off because he's always gone. So I guess he's getting a lot of blowjobs. <laughs> so uh, they seem to work really well. Could it be coincidence? Absolutely. But, I mean, if you really want a blowjob, do you really want to, like, count on coincidence? Yeah, it's really about putting your attention out there and putting positive energy out and recently I've been trying to do a lot of meditation positive energy helping other people heal don't get me wrong I still have my own battles and struggles that I deal with but for instance I had this lady who may have accidentally kind of done me wrong um, 
but again, I was just trying to put out good, positive intentions and vibes out there, and she ended up making it right, and I had no idea she was going to do that. Like, it was out of the blue, right? Oh. It was kind of like you put good energy out, you get good energy back, yep. and that's exactly what happened, so. Yep. Yep. So anyways, that's it. That's uh, that's our second and last episode of the History of Ouija Board. I'm sure we'll talk about Ouija Boards more often. I wouldn't say we're Ouija Board enthusiasts, but I do think that they are misunderstood. I like you to know. call them spirit boards. I feel like I owe Ouija five cents or something if I've had them. <laughs> like, you know. But spirit boards, right? And uh, yeah, it's just another tool. But protect yourself. And if you don't feel comfortable, your vibrations are off, anything is off, don't do a spirit board. Don't do a pendulum. Don't do dousing rods. Yep. Don't do any of that. Yep. Don't do any of that. Protect yep. yourself first. And if you feel like you absolutely have to touch these tools, even if you're not feeling great, sit down, meditate, clear yourself, clear your energy before you start it. You know, just don't go into negativity is all we're saying. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Toasties. Until the next one. Yeah. All right, guys, it's Elena, and that just about wraps up our last episode. Make sure that you check out our Facebook group where we post videos, outtakes, and paranormal photos. And that, my friends, was a solid three-star shit show. Cheers, Cheers to, to that. that.